for stuff like that, holding yourself accountable and thinking about your actions is something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people live in like the right now, doing it right now, and I don't care what happens. Then it's not they don't even think about. Yeah. I don't care what happens. They just do it, and they don't think about what could happen. Smart. That's a it's yeah. a big thing. So I I've always found myself in positions where I'm like I'm gonna do this thing, and I've always been like go 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 go, and now I'm finding myself like what. Let me slow down. Yeah, what happens if I do? And I'll weigh out the options. I won't get like crazy deep to where I'm like hurting my own feelings, but I'll get in there and think about it. You know, I'll get in that ass and. Welcome back to Blank with Friends, everyone. I'm Mike. I'm Jordan. And today we have Trent Lopez. Lopez, Yoo! let's go. Say what up, Trent. Name, Good to have you on, bro. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's cool Lopez. to sit down and talk to you like this, my man. <laughs> I know. I actually have a, a casual. We usually have casual conversations. It's very Yeah, yeah, but it's usually it's like, out, you know? Like, yeah. how, how much of a casual convo can you... I guess you can have a pretty decent one, but you're out for the most part. Right. It's hard. I think when there's a lot to me yeah. that I admire about this setting is like we are here, our phones are away, we are here to talk right now, gentlemen. And it's a different game than like at a bar or hanging out like yes. at a party right. or whatever when anybody could walk up to you at any moment and be like, hey, Jordan, like, and then all of a sudden our conversation gets it's put on an immediate yeah. hold. Well, you know what's cool about this type of setting too that you guys have, and I, I love it. Thank you for having me on too. Yeah, you um, got it. It's really cool because this is more intimate. Like, if if you ask me, not that I'm a downer. If we're out at an, a you know somewhere like we're out at the bar or something, yeah. we only want to talk stuff that's funny, stuff good stuff. And like I said, not that I'm like oh being Debbie Downer, but we only want to talk that good quality stuff. This is cool because we can actually like get deep. And, yeah, like, definitely. Like, I know it, exactly it, what you like, mean. It's not fluff. It's like it's like as if you're at a party. Yeah. Right. You want to highlight. You want to add to the highlights. You want to add to the party and the experience. You're not yep. going to be like. Let me tell you a sad story because, yeah, you know, no one wants to do that. Like, no, we're not. Let me a... tell you about the best time of my life thus far. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's it's, like, it's like oh. for the same thing. It's like you don't get all hyped at a funeral. You know what I mean? I don't know if funerals you, you... you go to. But... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? I, I did a dance move or two. <laughs> you got you to gotta lighten it up. Oh, my You got to lighten it up, dude. Uh, no. I'm just kidding. No, you, know, you know what I mean? That don't was dance at your next funeral, anybody. Oh, it's an atmosphere knowing your environment. Yeah. 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 There's a. I think I don't know at parties though. Sometimes if I'm talking to the right person and I think it's going well, I will go in. Like, yes. why not? You're like, let me show you my Pokemon card collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just. I gotta like, show someone today. Yeah, like, I brought my folder with me. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't want to know if I wanted to pull it yeah. out right now. So. Yo, you know it's funny. <laughs> little little side note about bringing up Pokemon. I went to a party with Jordan. His friend. It was Matt Boudreaux's, uh house in Long Beach or whatever when he lived out there in an apartment oh, okay. with those two girls. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Matt. Love you, dude. Uh, but we went over and on that note of Pokemon, me and my cousin, Matt went to Matt's house. It's just it so happens to have a cousin named Matt. And we were at Matt's <laughs> Lots house. Of Matt's yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me, Matt, Jordan went to Matt's house in Long Beach and we met up with some guys and we we're talking Was like, there a mic there? The, I, I don't, I couldn't tell you, dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, probably not, not until I got there, but we got there. <laughs> She's like not including me. Oh my goodness! Once we got there, we started chatting up with these guys, and it was right around that time Pokemon Go was a huge hit. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. We ended up meeting two guys, and they're in the same like clan in the Pokemon game that we were in. Yeah, yeah. There was Instinct. Oh yeah, Instinct. Mystic, Mystic, and and someone else. Yeah, yeah. And we were this in the same clan in the game, 
And it just made me think about that. You like you're, you're like, down. oh, you're at a party. Let me show you my Pokemon stuff. I literally did that. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like look at all, like, all my yo, Pokemon. Are you Team Instinct or <laughs> yeah. Team Mystic, bro? Because I will fight you right now. Legit, legit, legit. And they were big, dude. But your boy doesn't back down. You know. What hey. I mean? Something that I think would have drawn me into that game a little bit more because I loved the Game Boy versions oh, was to that. be able to actually battle people. Yes. They now, never now they have that. I think. Did they put that in there finally? Yeah, they've got like team stuff, but. See, here's the thing. Pokemon's take going really far from what it is originally. They kind of brought it back with, like, the ones on the Switch. My thing is, like, um, for me, Pokemon's, like, very, like, near and dear to me because it's oh. low-key, like, not even low-key, high-key. It taught me how to read. Oh, really? No, no joke. Way. My mom oh. bought me these games, and I would play them on my Game Boy, and I'd get the little light. You, I don't know. You kids probably don't remember. Yeah, no, you no, kids. Well, you kids. Not you kids. I mean, these yeah. kids. Oh, yeah, these yeah. kids. Yeah. These are our friends. Bro, they're all our age. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no one else listens to this. Okay, backlit <laughs> screens were not a thing. You had the light. The light. And, I'm sure yeah. everyone remembers this. So, you know, I'm playing at night. I'm playing all the time, and that game is only reading. Like, you, you're walking Legit, through bushes, but it's, it's only reading. Dialogue, and dialogue. I, I learned to read through Pokemon, believe wow. it or not. So that's, that's through my Game Boy. So, like, everyone was like, games are so bad for you. I was like, nah, I was playing Pokemon. I was learning how to read. Yeah. No joke. No joke. That's, that's what's up, dude. That's Pokemon cool. reaching through the Pokemon. hearts of Damn, millions dude, We can keep here. bouncing around a ton of topics. Trent, give yeah. the listeners just a bit about who you are so they know who they're talking or, you know, sitting here listening to yeah. and, and what we're doing, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... Um, you guys already know the name. Uh, I'm I, what living in Southern California, pretty much South, hey, all my life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In the area we are at, it's kind of like a uh, a mecca almost for off road type sports. So I've been into that since I was a kid, and it's now lead or led me to my career. I am the uh, digital media sales associate for a company called Racer X. We're a uh, a magazine company. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even a we're a, we're a publication, a magazine publication, among other things. Um, off-road promotion and sports events and we do a ton of stuff yeah and uh so i do all the advertisement um mainly in the magazine online digital like any like anywhere you see at uh, advertisement and it says racer x i'm a part of that ah, but not only that yeah. i'm like the backbone of the west coast so i'll do like events races um i'm going places yeah. do you travel a lot? To people dude so much travel yeah. for the past what is this week 12 or something like that? I've been, I've been traveling since January 5th. So first it started in Anaheim. Then I went to like Glendale back to Anaheim and then it went all over. I've been to Texas like three times. Yeah. You've Daytona, been traveling. Oh dude. Daytona beach, yeah. which was a blast. You, you know that last, was that a couple weeks ago? Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Actually, you know, what was the most fun that I never thought Nashville, Nashville. Nashville's cool. Nashville. Tennessee, have man. I have. Oh, I gotta God. go. I like Tennessee. I Nashville, Tennessee, bro. Uh, you go downtown. You go to Broadway. It, it's like literally for like three, four blocks. Vegas packed. Yeah. People walking really? everywhere. Live music and really? everything. Dude, bar. I bet Nashville. Great yeah, history fine. and great. music and all that. Oh, that's Music oh. City. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it's great, and I was having a good time. Um, I was there, and I'm looking at the women, and I'm like, I can stay here. I can stay, <laughs> I can stay here. I had a sick, like uh, a sick. My hotel was pretty much like a. Apartment, You're looking at like, the rental. what again? The yeah. women is what he said. Oh, the women. Oh, oh dude, my they were, they were per- dude, they were oh, just how I like them. Like I have just a specific, how I like specific type, and they were. What's that. your type? What's your type, bro? So I like them like a, a little short. You're gonna laugh. A little short, like five. Four, five, 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 six. This guy. Blonde, you know, you know. Actually, no. Actually, no. Pause. I don't. I don't like. I don't really like blondes as much as I like brunettes. But like the blondes there, and just you know, backside. So. These brunettes be hitting different. Dude. They, they be hitting different. So, but they were all like that, and I was just like, yeah. 
Something that struck me about that city when I went there and I hung out with people that actually lived there because I stayed with some friends when I was out there. Um, What I really liked was that they drove me down a road and they it was a bunch of houses. It felt like I was in just like. (laughs) Are you gonna you gonna take your horse? I got the horses in the (laughs) back. So we drove down this road and literally it's a bunch of houses. Like you wouldn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And she's like recording studio, recording studio, recording studio. No way. And it's, yeah, it's all done in like houses that people have just bought and then like just redone the, like, so like a, you're driving down a street and it looks like a neighborhood, but Mm. it's recording studios. Mm. Wow. Rad. That's actually really cool. Oh, it's rad. Because there's, there's tons of those and like, but like, were these like mansions or were they just like, Mm. like, uh, what um, is that? Uh, mobile homes, just like drive no, duplexes. No, 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 no. Not mobile homes. No, no, no. It was literally like the just classic the old school neighborhoods with uh, the houses no a little bit backed off the road. Yeah. Uh. Um, like older, like old, not like crazy older architecture, but like architecture you would see like more Victorian on the east, architecture. on the yeah, east yeah, yeah. coast, right? Uh, cool. Backed up off the street, cool houses with front porch, and it's like that's the kind of vibe I feel like would be a studio. Like you go outside, a lot of yeah. artists smoke cigarettes, so they probably go out on the porch, smoke a cigarette, go Dang. back inside, keep yeah. recording. Smoke cigarettes, kids. like I don't know. It was just a cool vibe of that area, yeah, and even the bars and the music scene off of that main right. road was really cool. Yeah, because cool. I went there one night to the main one, yeah, yeah. crazy, right? Yeah, it's lit, bad. like it's live, 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 live. Yeah. And but then the ones that I really enjoyed the most were like the kind of like off the scene ones. I went to a place with my friends mm-hmm. that was literally a, they had Motown night. No. Wow, that's so cool. I think it was Motown Mondays. I think it was a Monday night. And they literally, there was a DJ playing strictly Motown music. Wow, I just wanted and, to and dance And it was like a dance that. floor, dude. It was like basically a club scene, Motown only. Hey, you don't want to see me out there because I'll kill it. <laughs> I'll kill <laughs> I it. Dude, I split. believe that. Hey, to come, back, to come back to, uh, to what we were talking about. So you grew up um, <laughs> in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. For those of you, uh, those of you who don't know, Trent's a longtime friend of mine. We go back uh, high what school, high school, right? right? Yeah. yeah, but he and I didn't really hang out in high school. Really, uh, more it's, of acquaintances. It's not that we didn't hi- hang out. It's just you know I was playing baseball and Mike was too busy taking clown classes, being a payaso, <laughs> <laughs> wearing size nineteen shoes. Shout out. <laughs> no, How no, dare you say that on my I, podcast? <laughs> Hey, you got to explain these inside jokes, man. Uh, yeah. This is your boy. We have, we have this. So, like I was saying, Trent and I have been friends for a long time since high school. We're both 25 now. Mm-hmm. So what? We graduated in 11. Oh, you say that? And like, no, I, I was actually a, a year later. I started oh, really? school late. Yeah, I graduated 12. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, we've been friends for a while, but we have this friend group, uh, the Shooters. Shoot boys. I think it's appropriate that we shout them out. Yeah. Uh, so shout, shout out, out Shoot Boys. Dave, Corey, Andrew. Yeah. Kurt. And uh, Steven, young Steve, Steve. don't forget yeah. anybody, dude. Is that all of them? That's seven. Yeah. That's seven, and so, then yeah. us two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out, boys. Hope yeah. you're listening. Well, did we go from uh, from did we go from smallest to tallest? Because then, if we did, we got to start Steve first, definitely. Oh dang, dude, <laughs> Riff, dude. that's some fire! Dude, right you guys' group is like Steve. It's live. You guys are not kind. No, but <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, it's, I think we're just we're always like messing with each other. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. Which, is, which is appropriate. Oh, yeah. I, uh, to it's an interesting dynamic because at times I don't want that, but at times I do. Yeah. So I'm like, there's a nice balance and ebb and flow where I'm like, oh, like let's hang, and I'm like, oh, I need a minute. Yeah. You guys are bugging and, me. <laughs> and it's cool though too because, yeah, like just just like that, like we cover a variety of topics too, as if as if like it was important from like computers and games to actual lifestyle, and it's it's cool because in this group it's like kind of like an unspoken competition that we're all in competition with each other to do better so like 
uh, one, if, if anyone like in the lead right now, if like if there was a lead, like you know, quote unquote, yeah. it'd probably be Kurt. I uh, had it yeah, for a little Kurt. bit when I stepped up yeah. and I got this job. Just in life, like progressing in yeah. life and moving up the ladder, I guess, quote unquote. Interesting. Right? And we yeah. always push each other. So but like, it's cool. It's it's it, it, no, it's good. It's it's good because like we we push each other in a way to like not like hey like you know the usual like I know you can do it like I believe in you. It's like oh dude you fucking suck like I make more money than you. You should be, <laughs> you should blah 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 blah. And we'll then they'll step it up. Yeah. Back up. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah 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 break them down yeah. build them back up. On the other side of that, have you guys had within that group some real like? Have you guys have experienced like real vulnerable moments? Oh, dude. oh man. yeah. I had a. I remember I was talking to my boy, uh, Kurt. Again, shout out. Um, but I was talking to him like one of the first like hangouts we ever. Uh, I, I was ever a part of. But he and I were just getting into it, just ch- chopping it up, and then we started talking about like science and like life after death and all this stuff oh, and whatnot. It, yeah. it was pretty intense, um, and it was just like this like really really vulnerable moment where we're like this is what i believe but i don't actually know if this is true you know and just sharing our hearts so there's been moments like that i think naturally for me i'm always gonna look for that and try to take it that to that uh depth yeah um but if i can't then i'm okay just kind of being at this on the surface does that make sense yeah but i've had those moments but you're more interested in pushing the conversation deeper than i am honestly okay have you seen that dynamic because i i totally do that naturally no, i I, I agree because yeah. it's funny and you it's funny you actually do like the same thing like you'll find someone and when you guys push that bear like you were with andrew last time we were at about point and like i couldn't even like i i use my best jokes and i could not peel you two like off of each other i like look over my hi yeah and just kept and not right even back. i didn't even get that all i got was just Mm-hmm. And I like, kept talking to Andrew, like, so you guys do, um, you you guys do that. You guys get in these conversations. We tune in, bro. I try to be really attentive. Um, there's times when I'm not. Like, obviously, if I've been drinking a little bit, um, <laughs> it's hard too. It's hard, man. That's mm-hmm. freaking Drake right there, dude. Yeah. You know when I'm mixing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. Um, but so it, I'm, I think I really like that. I think it's more beneficial. I just find growth in that. So I, I really try to tune in, like fluff and, and good times and it's jokes is fun it's yeah. great man um but and there's a time and a place and time i think when place. i start to talk to somebody when i don't know somebody i i focus more on the serious i think okay. naturally than definitely than the lighthearted because i want to know who they are sure so definitely. if i have those moments where it's like for me like i was talking to andrew that yeah. night and i was like dude like i've seen you a couple of times we just kind of shoot the shit it's whatever's going on but if i got an opportunity to sit down and ask you like how you're really doing and get to know who you are and like what you're going through and where your head's at and kind of like just who you are as a person. That's so much more beneficial to me and and rewarding and uh, fruitful, I think. You know what? And it's cool that of all people that you decided to talk to Andrew because I like I, Steven's my brother and obviously I love him. I've seen him at his lows and he's seen me at his lows and we've been through a lot of stuff together. Is he actually your brother or he's your yeah actual brother? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Like we're like as close as you can get. No, no, like, like blood. Not blood. No, not, oh, okay. not, right, no, right, right, but right, like, right. literally like, it, it, you know, it's funny, probably stronger than blood, really, you know, but. Interesting how that works. We can come back to so that. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, but as far as like people, Andrew would probably have to be my favorite. And it's like, I, I love, I love that kid because I'm so incredibly hard on him and life, like seeing how far he's come and life hasn't been like crazy good like to him lately yeah. um, but he makes the best out of anything like seeing where he's come from from a kid in seventh eighth grade that was just 
like <laughs> just this really rude like kid that didn't really care about it and we all were at that age but didn't care about anything and just rapped and you know did like was just super like out there mm-hmm. to like this really really like loving and like passionate guy about what he does and especially about his music and stuff andrew is easily probably like one of my favorites because his, his personal growth and we all have growth but his his, his arc if you will mm-hmm. is like really really like really impressive and like him growing as a person like makes me proud because i feel like i push i i'm definitely the you've been rocking with him for a long time oh yeah, yeah. i, I yeah. push everyone i yeah. like it, it's either to the limits or till you're gonna yeah break that's and one thing i new. appreciate about trent and the, uh, a reason why i wanted to have you on because you're just brutally honest Always. but but there's there's this like respect and like love coming from mm-hmm. it i remember when i was getting my car i was talking to trent because Trent did car sales for a while, right? A while, a long time. And uh, I was like, yo, what do you think? You know, I was thinking about this car, this car, this car. And it, actually, it's where that phrase came from when I, I passed that phrase on to you, Jordan. This phrase that said, if you want to play, you have to pay. You know, you, you pay to play, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that came from Trent, you know. And, and you that, told me that, dude, and I was like, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And then I bought my and car. And then he bought his car. <laughs> is that yeah. your Mercedes outside? Yeah, it is. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, yeah. A, I was looking at that. I was like, yeah. and, and when yeah. I bought my car, I, like, posted a picture of it, and then Trent saw, look at this man all yeah. smiling <laughs> over here. I was but like, damn. It's crazy. But because... I, I appreciate that out of Trent because Trent's, like, brutally honest. Oh, yeah. Brutally honest. But I, I'm, I'm just, like, that type of person that – really can respect that because mm-hmm. it's honesty nonetheless yeah you know and it, it's cool and i appreciate that actually because it's cool to feel like someone's listening to you like you're being you're being heard because i told him like if it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense there's a bunch of things that you can do but if you can't justify you can justify it however you want but if you just can't do it then it's not gonna work don't do it yeah so i told him i was like dude you know there's a bunch of ways but if the dollars line up if it works this way versus this way your car is costing you this much money when you can be paying in something that you like you want yeah. i was like there's there's nothing in this world worth having one they say comes easy but two it's free yeah it's really really you have to put in time and effort and blood and sweat tears money, all that so yeah. and that's that kind of leads into what i also told i don't know if he tells you my like philosophy on everything because I'm super like I don't want to say self-made because I'm not driving around a Ferrari. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you 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 talk as if you have experience with like a, a collection of like life events. It's funny, that's, so, yeah. Th- that's kind of led you to this place where you understand not everything is gonna come so easily, and to get to the next level, you have to put in your own time and work. I feel like so like somewhere along the lines, like I tapped into I don't know I I don't. I can't say I believe in like reincarnation or anything like that, but if that's true, I feel like I tapped into, if not my lives from, (laughs) from past lives or other people's, other people's, I just paid attention throughout my life, but I've learned a lot of stuff that I like, I've known the answers to that I didn't have to go through, like where things arose and where I was like, "Mm, that's not right. That's not how this should be handled. Mm -hmm. And I've never been in these situations or I've been taught it and I listen and I see it and I'm like, mm, and that goes back to, you know, thinking like every action has a reaction. Like this isn't how this is supposed to go or this should be done this way. Yeah. And a lot of things that I do in my life are mostly like, what's the word I'm looking for? Are like self-driven. Okay. Everything I do has a motive, has a cause, a reason. I don't just do stuff because I'm like, you know, this would be funny or this would be cool. Like I have a reason and it's part of this over overarching yeah whatever goal i'm trying to achieve you know um okay. i guess i would say that's self 
you know, self-betterment probably, self-growth. That's a good yeah, word, self-growth yeah. for sure. So it sounds like you do everything with a purpose. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, you can't just – you can't just always have everything with a purpose. There's always fun, and there's always times where you can do stuff, mm-hmm. like, just because. Like, you know, it's fun. But for me, I'm I'm in that mindset where I can't be stopped. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, like doing anything crazy. But, like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to make an excuse for it. I'm not going to find a reason to not – I'm going to do it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. do it how I want to do it, and it's going to be done how I want it to get done. Not because I'm a control freak, not because I need it this way or else my life's going to be but I know that this is how I'm going to make it make sense. And that could be anything. So, like, uh, when it – there's a point. There's a point where one day uh, when I worked at a dealership, local one, Tomeka Motorsports, mm-hmm. I, uh, I actually uh, – I quit my job on the spot because I got in a fight with two of my coworkers. I'll spare the story. But I, I quit mm-hmm. on the spot. Literally, like, I'm, like, angry and I'm trying to just cool myself down. And I said, you know what? If a place where I'm working at that I spend most of my time gets me like this, I don't want to be here. So I went up to the front desk and I said, you know what, guys? Thank you for everything you've taught me. I appreciate that time. I'm out of here and I'm keeping the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I left. Yeah. I left. And this was this was almost a year ago. I didn't have a – that was in June. Yeah. I did not have a job from June to July, August, September, October, November. Five months. Damn. I think that's, that's right when time. I met you, Haiki, because mm-hmm. we were over at uh, 8-Bit. Yeah. And I was like, what's up, man? Like, and I, we sat down with Mike and the yeah. three of us, and you were, yeah. you were on break from work. Yep. Yeah. And that, like, so I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I at the time, $500 car payment, $2,000 rent. You know, insurance, you know, other bills, utilities, among other things, you know, it's like you got to make it ends meet, you know, and anyone will tell you quitting your job without having a backup plan is absolutely stupid. No, horrible, which is which is not a smart idea. Uh, No, it's horrible. It's horrible. But I knew because I know the type of person I am. I knew that I wasn't going to make excuses. I knew that I was going to do what I had to do to make my ends meet and to continue living. I will not lie to you. There was not a time where I didn't think, you know what, dude? Who would fucking miss me? Who would care if I just yeah. was gone? In that window of not having a job? Yeah, absolutely. Because it, uh, it was literally bank accounts got $3. You know, trust me. I have – everyone makes fun of me because I have – like, I like nice stuff because I, 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 I do. I like to look good and have nice stuff from my cars to my clothes to yeah. – and anything I have, it's the nicest. My – my computer, the nicest. My mountain bike is a $12,000 mountain bike. Yeah. My dirt bikes are all full. Like, my street, my car, wheels and tires. Like, it, I like nice stuff. But I, it got to a point where I was drowning in the physical, the actual things that I had. The material. And the materialistic things. Mm-hmm. And now I couldn't make those ends meet. And I had $3 in my bank account because I'm paying off these bills trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. Mm. But I knew that if I continued to be the person that I've always been, and then if I did what I had to do and believed in myself and made sure that I was on the same path that I had laid out for myself since I was eight years old, that I would be fine. Yeah. Now that doesn't just, you don't just sit at home and then a job offer got thrown at me. Trust me. I was in people's offices and looking at jobs. You were hitting me up at one point asking about my company. I interviewed with his company. Yeah. He did interview with, with my company. And the lady was like, you're phenomenal. I like you. You do everything right. She's like, but she gave me actually it's funny she gave me the but you're overqualified this isn't for you this is 
something. She's like, your talking skills are great. You have great communication. Actually, one thing she said I didn't do is I didn't make enough eye contact. I do that. I when I'm thinking, I kind of stare off. You're just like this. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> like, like you know, I'm in between you two. Like, but uh, she was like, she's a really nice lady. Um, so, but yeah, so that goes to you know, you want to feed into yourself. You want to believe in yourself. Interesting. You want to have that type of self, self. Uh, Almost appreciation. Yeah. How can someone get that in your opinion? How can they develop that going from no self-belief to, to self-belief to the max? It for, for me personally, everyone is different. For me personally, it's as easy as that. You can make it difficult. You can make it hard on yourself by thinking because your brain can be mean. You're, it really can. If you let it wander and just think, it'll tear you down because you start thinking about what other people think. You have to throw that out. You have to tell yourself and believe in yourself. I am me. I'm happy with me. I am as great as I was or I'm as great as I am right now, but I can always be better. Because yeah. that was one thing my stepdad taught me when it came to anything. It's no one's job to tell you good job and pat you on the back. No one's. Absolutely no one's other than your own. And so for you, you have to believe in yourself and push yourself. And when you know you hit a milestone, you can say, good job. And then you can keep pushing. It's no one's job to tell you good job. So you have to believe in yourself and among the millions of other things that he taught me. Um, so for me, it's it's all mental. And mm-hmm. I understand, like I said, because people have disorders. I'm one of them. I was diagnosed with Tourette's and OCD. So, yeah. you know, I'm, that's, that's a fact. Yeah, big, um, big feet. You got those size 22s on. These are actually 19s, <laughs> but uh, they're nothing compared to your 24s. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you always have to with the clown stuff. Um, go but, ahead. Go ahead. No, so it, you, gotta, you, have to really, it, you have to really believe it. Now, like I said, some people, not everyone's the same, so you don't get that same type of – you can't convert your mind over yeah. like that. Some people just can't get off of topics. In my mind, and as weird as it is, I'll literally force myself. Like, if something's not good for me or I need to change topics or just do something different, I will literally force myself to stop. Interesting. So, like, my Tourette's, like, I don't know if you guys ever noticed. I have this thing, like, um, it's even numbers. Like, num- two, four, six, eight, ten, I have to touch something. So, like, if I touch this pillow with this hand, I got to touch it with this hand. No but like, way. Or, like, see, I just touched my pinky to my pants. Oh, no, I just hit my knee. Like, I have to keep doing this. Wow. But then I've it gets, never noticed that. It gets annoying, and it's really bad. And I'm it, so that's, like, that's an actual disorder. And, like, I'll yell stuff. And, like, I have really bad or my OCD is bad. I'll literally stop. And so now I just I don't care. Uh, I, you, you're forcing I, yourself. I'm forcing yourself to break out of it's that. It's a mental thing. Yeah. It's all mental. mental so you game. have to put that capacity that you don't, like – you're better than this. You don't want to do this. Some people will never, can never, and will never break out of that mental threshold. But it's all here. So mm. I get a lot of flack sometimes for, you know, like people who with AD or ADHD or ADD. And they're like, oh, this, that, that. And I'm just like, just stop. And they look at me like, I can't. I have a mental disorder. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I'm a doctor and you shouldn't listen to me or anything. But I, I've just never believed in that. I've always just made it work for myself. Interesting. I think it comes down to maybe not necessarily not believing in it, but it's maybe believing it to a point that recognizing that it's a problem and you mental, need help. and then and you need help and finding what it is that works for you to combat that. And you know what that is? That's called self-care. That's self-help. You're not you're not doing anything out of the norm. You understand that you have something that you don't like that you would like to change. Who's going to change it? You're yeah. not going to change it for me. You know, it's interesting about that. I, it took me a long time, um, probably like, I would say, like, more recently to understand mm-hmm. that I needed to take care of myself. Like Self-care was never a thing in my eyes growing up. 
I don't know why. It's funny you say that because people like you and me, um, uh, people of uh, of of different heritages, or for example, Mexican colored descent. people. No, 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 no. I'm white, okay? Yeah, no, we well, no, not even actually. I'll, I'll take that John back. Jordan said it. We're good. Uh, no, oh I'll take gosh. that back. Not even people of, of like colored descent, but people who. I, I don't know how you've grown up, Jordan, so I can't, I won't say for you, but like people like you I and think. I, yeah, who, no, not even, people who have grown up with less. Oh, yeah. Okay. People who have yeah. grown up with less always, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. So not it's not even a color thing, it's not a race thing. Just people who have grown up with less grow up that way, where like everything's fine because we didn't have anything, and the minute we get something, it's better. It's better, it's, it's better, just, it's better. It's just, yeah, for me it was like, I was content with what I did have. What you have. But also, I was I was obviously thinking of my future because I'm a very futuristic kind of thinker. Right. But anything else that I got was extra. Extra. So, which was interesting because I it took extra. me it took me a while to understand that any of that extra stuff right. I also needed to take care of. Right. It was like, oh, someone like gave me a shirt. I'm like, cool. Like it's just a shirt to me. <laughs> right. You know? I've got extra. plenty of those, yeah. but now I got another yeah, one. Yeah, I've learned to live without. So this is extra. So I don't really care about it. I'm and, glad it's here, but I, I, there's not much care I can. And that's the cool thing it. about it, because you actually understand it. Self care. I don't know who needs to hear this, but self care is not taking a day off on a Friday and watching Netflix and eating ice cream. I'm no, let them know. Dude. That, that, that sounds great. That sounds great. That's not self care. That's, that's not, that's not self care. That's not even. That's probably not even relaxing to its fullest. I'd get so bored. Self care <laughs> is making sure that your needs are met and that you are content with where you're at in life it's not you know what mm. i need a quick break you need to and i'm not saying change your lifestyle but if you're not happy where you're at you're not happy with and not even material things you're not happy with the way you the way you look you're not happy with your weight you're not happy yeah, with anything the, your friend or the people you see yeah. you have the ability to change that at any moment i'm not saying go cut off your friends and then put a bunch of makeup on or do it what i'm saying is at any time you can make the change that you want to see in your life you can be that change not sit at home and eat Netflix and eat Netflix. Eat, Netflix. <laughs> eat ice cream and watch Netflix. <laughs> Might as well, dude. Might like as binge well. Binge watching Netflix. Oh You're goodness. eating that but up. But if that's what you want to do, yeah. that's what maybe, and I will not lie, there are days where really that's all you need and you can reset like that. It's like a battery. And yeah. some days you do need that. And Absolutely. there's moments, but it's recognizing that I, I do need that today um, and that I'm okay with doing that today yep. and taking away time that I could be dedicating to other things. Right, right. Um, where if I'm unhappy in my career and then I choose to take a day off of work and watch Netflix, that's not self-care. No. Where it's like, I'm happy in my career, but I'm overworked, and yep. self-care does become that day off yep. and that day of yes. rest, um, which is a completely different side of the coin. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you don't, you don't muddy the two. You can understand the difference and differentiate between those yes like, yeah like easier said than done definitely right, definitely right um because there are those moments where you get into a funk and you kind of just end up watching netflix all night because you don't want to do anything been there you know or you uh, don't want to go outside you don't yeah, want to see anyone that was talk to that anyone. was me last night jordan was like yo let's go do something tonight let's do something stupid let's bro. do something stupid we're That's talking what we've been about saying this. dude just yeah, something dumb. dumb we went bowling bro i we went, hate bowling we went bowling last night so whitest thing you can do no i hate it <laughs> no dude i genuinely hate bowling but i was like 
let's just go do something just dumb, dumb, dude. Yeah. That way we can just shoot the shit. Yeah. Like, we'll just talk. We'll and have you a know what? Drinks. I was, I was played pool. That would have been oh, we yeah. We thought about that too. Yeah, we right when we got up. to the bowling alley, we were like, we could have been shooting pool. But anyways, that was me yesterday where I was like in this funk, weird funk, and I was trying to figure out. I'm like, what am I thinking of right yeah. now? How come I feel like this? It wasn't overbearing, yeah. so I wasn't like, oh my god. I rarely get like that. Rarely, but it was just like this. Like something's bugging me. Yeah. You know, and I was like, man, I'm just gonna like hang out tonight at home and then jordan was like let's go out let's go out and i was like we should go out but then i was still fighting that yeah and then i came to a point where i was like you know i need to change my setting i need to change my environment i need to go outside i guarantee you i was telling myself i guarantee you if you go outside breathing in the air seeing the sun you know not that i'm living in a cave but like just being outside will better your mood and then by the time you get to the bowling alley, you'll probably be down to like bowl a little bit. Your home is where you lay your head and you rest and you spend the most comfortable and vulnerable parts of your life. However, sometimes it can also be a cage. Sometimes yes. it yes. can literally trap you and you so say, true. I want to stay here because I know I'm safe and I'm comfortable yeah. here. And I have to no, know sometimes and some, and, and got to get out that comfort zone. You know what's zone. crazy is that that creeps up on you. That. That's never a, a crazy change where we're like, whoa, mm-hmm. I'm spending too much time at home. It's always like 100%. this whole week I spent at home and you're at the end of it realizing like I already spent this whole week at home. Yeah. What the heck? I think too on? much safety is dull and can weaken us as people. Hey, yes. Look, I, I'm a firm believer of high risk, high reward. You got to put your neck on the line every now and then. If yeah. you gamble a Actually, maybe not even like intense, like neck on the line. No, stuff, no. But like, I'll take that too far. Just trust no, no, but I, I agree with you. I agree with you that, that you really do have to risk it to get high reward. Right. Yeah. But I think even the sense of too much safety is just you grow stagnant. You grow bored. Uh-huh. You grow mundane. Complacent. You grow dull as a person. Yeah. You become you, bored. You become a boring person. And, and no then one you likes fe- a boring person. And it's just like, what do you, you've got to like encounter things in your life. And like, like I said, dude, we don't like bowling, but we just went and just did went, that shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like going back to that. But it's just like, we I don't did mind it. it. Yeah. And we, we had yeah. fun. Yeah, it was like, dumb. And then we went to freaking Red Robin and sat at the bar and just yeah. like, we oh, just you, changed routine. You guys routine. got money if y'all were at Red Robin. Oh, no, oh, we, yeah. you going out tonight. <laughs> No, we got I that just, Trent money, dude. dude we were just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were the one with the raise, bro. Uh, that was only two bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying change your routine. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying do routine. something you normally wouldn't routine. do. Find yourself in a different setting. And it's, it's, it's so much easier with a person, Get though. out of your comfort It's so much zone. easier when you have the love of your life sitting yeah. next to you. Yeah, uh, dude. Wait, what? Hello? I got to go. Uh, hello? <laughs> 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 to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Uh, we were just messaging some friends. We're like, I, I told them, I'm like, this is what love looks like. Cause Jordan was like, just like encouraging me, like in a message. I'm I was, like, pump- this is I was what, pumping him up. Yeah, that was pretty what good. Love looks like. uh, and I sent him a message back. I'm like, let's die in each other's arms. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, you're. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I've seen this story before. No, your guys' relationship is actually cool. You guys like are wouldn't. If it wasn't for the fact that he's brown and you're white, I would think you're brothers. Also, you have hair and he doesn't. But oh, if that- man. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, you went there. You dude, went dude, there. Dude. Oh, he's going to be like this. <laughs> Here's that. He's going to be like, I got hair. I got no, nice no, he's hair. got hair. He's got, I got hair. nice hair. I just like these. I got nice hair. He's got nice hair. <laughs> Thank you. Mike, you're hot, dude. Thanks, yeah, bro. Mike's hot. Appreciate Despite it. anything else that has said in this boy. podcast, dude. Yeah, Trent, you're hot you're too, hot. brother. You mean that? I mean that. You mean that? <laughs> I was hoping you would say no. <laughs> I was hoping you like, no. See, you're pump up culture, Damn, bro. Turn dude. it around. Yeah. God, um, that's what you're saying, dude. But yeah, no, you, you guys are like really, really cool. I would, I would not be surprised if in another life or something you guys were like somehow related because that connection is like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm a very close knit type of person, meaning that my I have a lot of acquaintances, but sure. my circle is very is small. very close knit. And Jordan's a part of that, and he's the only one I think outside my blood. You know what you guys remind me of? Will Ferrell and John C. Riley and Step Brothers. Interesting. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. We actually did put our beds in bunk beds for a while, and we used one room for activities and the other for our bunks. But yeah, dude. And then occasionally uh, we do karate in the garage. But <laughs> did you guys really do the bunk beds? No, I wish. I wish I could. Oh, I was gonna say, get me out. <laughs> Yeah, we sleep together now. It's oh a big deal, dude. You hold hands with one. One, one oh room is for God. games and the other one is for sleeping yeah, time. You guys are gamers. Yo, Trent, <laughs> yeah. Trent, do you have any siblings? I do. Are you the youngest, oldest? Where do you I'm, fall? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Okay, so Can you believe so and it's so crazy because usually like you would think like the way I think I've learned from like older siblings I mistakes. Feel like, I feel like that's the case, but Actually, it's not, huh? Technically, okay, so let me put it this way. So my aunt had uh, a son. Uh, his name is Patrick. He's, I think he's eight years older than me. Okay. Eight or six, somewhere in there. He's, he's older than me. Um, and my mom actually took him in and raised him. Mm-hmm. So in essence, I am like a second because he was living with us since I was a, since I was like a baby. Since okay. I, I was like Super four. close. Yeah. Even, like, right from, not even four, like, younger than that, like, two till eight. Mm-hmm. So, I've known him, and he made a, a lot of mistakes. He's doing a lot better now. He's in a good place. He has a son now. Beautiful <laughs> baby. Actually, I was impressed because he's ugly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he, he made a lot of mistakes and paid the price for them. And um, watching that, I understood. And it's funny because, like, for me, growing up with my mom, I, I had my mom was fortunate like once we moved here everything was good and like you know i had things for once but growing up that way it wasn't always that way Mm -hmm. um but so growing up you know i learned like with my mom like how she was and you know what she did and whenever we would get in fights i just learned how to just totally overcome that and just not even pay attention to it my sister did it my younger sister who's five years younger than me Uh she'll she'll be 20 oh my god 21 april 28th actually so and she she's don't ever let her see this podcast, but she is like <laughs> the most beautiful like person you've ever seen. And it's frustrating for me because I'm an older brother and it's like, I just want to absolutely like keep her locked in a cage. Yeah. yeah dude. Oh God. Well, I'm I, coming I after her. Yeah. I'm going to come after her. Crazy but. because you're about to come off this plane. <laughs> 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 oh, but, for sure, dude. But yeah. she, she, she did not, she paid no attention and not made the same mistakes, but when it came to my mom, got in the same fights and did the same thing that my older cousin did. And it was like, okay. where were you, like, this whole entire time? Like, yeah, did, did you, you not, not see this? Yeah, did you not see this? And, like, mm. I'm, you know, I'm, and it's funny because now I'm the voice of reason. Like, my mom, she was just in a car accident, a little fender bender. Okay. But, like, she was all upset, and, like, I just refed her things that she's told me all of her life. And she goes, like, posting on Facebook, like, oh, my children are always so good. <laughs> Who would have known it was my kids that would teach me the things I already knew? And it's, it's just so funny. But, so Turns as far as. Full, full circle, huh? Yeah. Full, whoa, bro. It really yeah, does. Yeah. And I'll see that when I'm a parent, and I tell my children this stuff, and then I'm having a hard time, and I lose sight of what's going on and what's important, and then they'll tell me the same yeah. thing, and I'll be like, that's when you know you did a good job, yeah. I think. Yeah, fair. Sure. When sure. when you're when everything you taught your kids, they teach you back, and you're like, damn, I'm good. Like, damn, that's damn, right. I'm good. <laughs> so. But this hurts. Yeah, this hurts so good. 
Um, so there's that family, and then my uh, my dad, my real dad, had uh, two two sons. Okay. Uh, so those are my younger brothers, and they are, you are close to them. So close that they're they're almost like carbon copies of me. Okay. They talk the same, cool. wear the same clothes, are into the same thing. Yeah. They literally looked up to me, and I had no clue. And yeah. I used to get in fights with my stepmom because she said I was a bad influence and I, when I was 14, which I was. But I didn't see. I wasn't, like, smoking pot or anything or, like, fucking around and, you know, knocking chicks up or getting in trouble. But I was just bad and disobedient. And, For sure. You know, it's the attitude yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah, they oh, see yeah. that, man. And oh, yeah. they admire you, that's just – they're soaking that up. And, and I didn't know. I had no yeah. clue. And she was like, you're well, a bad you influence. A, you were a kid yourself. Yeah. And so she's like, you got to go and i'm like okay so i moved back with my mom yeah uh, but then like i when i came back and everything was good just like me mm. just like me and the wow. younger one had the attitude i did and everything and my dad was like he's just like you and yeah. like he hasn't gotten out of it so i had to talk to him and like show him that like who i was now and how you progressively changed and cool. the next week he was Cool. Set straight a little it's bit. It's cool so, yeah. using that power to uh, a really positive It was end. cool, right? Yeah. To be yeah. a positive and, like, watch that change, like, almost instantly. It Dude, was, he obviously he has looks a really high oh, level all, of respect. Yeah, they, and I couldn't believe it because you. I'm looking at myself, like, I'm proud of who I am, and I'm extremely confident in my skin. Trust me, I'm, I'm probably to the point where they're, they're my dense words, confidence. It's to the point where it's almost arrogance, but it's not. I, can, I feel that. I can come right back off that cliff. Yeah. But I, I'm very comfortable, and I love myself in my skin. Cool. So seeing that, but seeing that, and be like, you really look up to me. Like, mm-hmm. do you know who I am? Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not anyone important. Like I said, I love myself, but I'm like, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of role models out here. You know, LeBron James is alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can look up to him, yeah, right? Dude, but he's not close to home yeah, like you are, yeah, man. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's like what you do and the way you carry yourself with that confidence is admirable. Yeah. And the Thank people you. around you who don't have that. Yeah. They look at that, and that's that's why what you it's have is special. Man. Well, and naturally attractive. That's why I feel like, and I, I'm not saying I'm I'm a leader, and I'm the person you should follow or be like. But that's why in situations that demand it, I will take charge because yeah. one, someone's got to, and two, it's just I've I feel like I've naturally kind of got the direction, and I'm just like, you know what? We're this is how this is the ship is gonna ride. We're 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 sailing. Yeah. I need you on the mast. I need you at the steering wheel. I'm gonna be at the front with the the spy scope, and we're sailing. We're pirates. Yeah, I right feel now. you on that, dude. So. I I can appreciate that because naturally, I think I take that role uh, where I feel like I become a leader. Yeah. Naturally, just I like to lead naturally. Uh, I think that's why I can't wait to have like a family of my own. Right. To be the head of the house. That's strong. Even in my house growing up, I always tried to rise to the occasion. But it would all happen naturally. Right. I never tried to step on anyone's toes, even though I did. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> even though I did, I wasn't trying to. But um, I can relate to that, dude. Mm. You just kind of spearhead Well, it's hard, sometimes. I think, to not step on anybody's toes when there's too many people at the same level. Too many people trying to drive a car. Only one can drive the car. Yeah. yeah you And yeah, there's dude. as long as you're open to hearing that feedback and – like working with somebody collaboratively, it you works well. Only do better, right? But but when it's too many people and you're really not supposed to be, I think as a as a child in a home, mm-hmm. like what you're saying is like in your house, like no one was taking that role, but it wasn't necessarily yours to take. Right. And as siblings, maybe you all felt that someone I should. The charge. I got And and so yeah, I think that's what does cause yeah. that a little bit of conflict yeah. in that setting. But, For sure. You know what I like about you, though, about that leadership discussion is that you're more of like a leader in diplomatic ways, like how everything should be fair or like even and how this should be done and how 
how basic living and you know things should be like be you want to be a leader in control of living good and following rules and being in a positive way yeah that that's the kind of leader i view you so oh, if, cool. if like you. i I, I, I would have you like as like as like a a, a, a politic for sure the oh. type of leader that i feel you are and it's funny you say this i feel like you're like the leader of like uh the rebel band and now so you guys are like very close but like very not opposite like you're no, we, you're, you're, we you're, offer no, very interesting dynamics oh we're very he's, different he's like the ragtag rebel leader like hey what's the worst that could happen and everything goes his way and he by pure luck not even by any <laughs> what plan. that's what i feel like <laughs> that's a, oh, okay but but that's a good Jordan, thing turns a planner I'm a, Are well, you really? I'm a teacher, bro. That's right. But see, that's the there's, thing. There's interesting dynamics. Can, but I'm, I'm an improv teacher. I'll you tell can, you that much. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You can only plan so much before you're just like, you leave it up to no, whatever I, happens. Honestly, most of them I don't plan. I like to know like, all right, I could do this, this, this. All right, let's go. Yeah. 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 You know, it's interesting. I hate Very, I hate very perceptive of you. And I would agree to almost everything you said. But yeah. I also ha- have this dynamic where... If I'm being adventurous or if I'm just feeling good, I'm a very moody person. Sure. Not in the sense where I, I, I let it – not in a bad way, for lack of a better way to describe it. Not right. in a bad way, but I, I just feel my emotions very deeply. So if I'm feeling really good, like I, I wing a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I go – I don't I don't plan right really. Yeah. You know? I, I plan up to a point like, okay, where are we going to be yeah. at nine? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're gonna be over here at nine, yeah. but everything in between, dude. Let's who just cares? who cares? Yeah. Let's just go with it. Because that's a that's I love being adventurous, and that to me is like we'll just find the adventure yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? I want to tap into a little bit of what you said, picking up on maybe whatever energy that I've given you to think that because I think you're right, and you say that I'm a planner, but in reality I'm not, dude. I get annoyed when people try to make plans. You're free spirit, I can tell. You, but you there's nights when it's like you're like, what are we doing? What are our options? What and are we doing? Like, I'm like, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to think about that right now. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's just yeah. do it. Let's just see yeah. what's going on. So, so it's like we have these scenarios. Tendencies. Yeah, 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 we have these sure. tendencies. You know, it's not like we're stuck in a role. There's different tendencies that we have where I can be much more free. I actually enjoy being like that more often right. than not. I don't it's think he's that saying that be... you don't like being free. No. So, like, I guess no, what... I don't think he's saying that at all. But you can. You can perfect example. If there is a zombie apocalypse right now, who do you think would be in charge first? Just no no reason or rhyme. Just Out of all three of us? Yeah, just us three right here. I would look <laughs> to other people first. And if I'm that kind of person where it's like, if this is not my area of expertise, I'm going to give you all a chance. Well, and if I would not, <laughs> well, no, not even that. Like if, if zombies are pounding on the front door or a zombie like just walked in here right now and obviously we handle that. But like who like like who would you put in charge? Would you put it Mike, me or you? Do you want me to give you a perspective or you want me to say like just just based off up, what you know right straight now? Up. Straight up, I think that all three of us would handle handle our shit. Okay. What about you? I think I would be in charge. So it's funny you say that. I would take charge completely. Because And if anyone wanted to lock arms with me, I'm like, "All right, cool." But I'm going to naturally take this role. I'm going to step up to this level. In what you, way? Well, um, what are you going to do? Direct. I would be directing and and lead. So I would, I would, if there was a zombie, <laughs> no, 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 it's funny. No, this is a good discussion. So I like if, this. If this is my mindset. Boom. Something's happening. A zombie. I'm like, what's happening? Evaluate it quickly. And then if it's a zombie at the front door, right. hitting the door, I'd go down there, shove my body up against it and start telling, okay. yelling orders and be like, Trent, so, get me a chair. Jordan, get me something to hit this with just in case he fights. Here's the thing. Check the windows. If there's any other zombies, 
That's just naturally we're, how we're, we're on that same level. So when it comes to leadership, I'm more of an emergency basic fundamental type guy. Yeah. So if in the event that like a zombie apocalypse happens and shit hits the fan and stuff's got to pop off, immediately I would take charge because I know exactly how we're going to get together, strength in numbers, always stay moving. And there's a, there's a bunch of – so emergency situations and fundamentals where someone needs to step up and get us moving and yeah. keep – keep things that's me when now if, if the zombie apocalypse got worse and we had like a build a colony i'm leaving it to mike mike's the governor <laughs> mike's in really? charge i'm yeah. not doing none of that stuff i'll be the voice of reason and you know i'll be like hey you know, but i'm leaving it to him where do i come in in that I'm you come you come are. into the expeditions part so well uh, when we gotta go out and the we scouts, gotta dude. yeah we gotta <laughs> we gotta scout, we gotta get food and supplies <laughs> well, i like that i'm gonna lead the way you get to go over there. My man's leading the way. But when it comes back to emergency fundamentals, he kicks open the door yeah, and there's 50 zombies and gets bit, then it's back to the me. Thing is, the, I, the, the, the thing is, hey, you know the thing is, hey. the thing is, in that scenario, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. You, I feel like you know what's going to happen and you're going to take what charge in do. that area with like this emergency, emergency situation. Yep. But what I was saying was I would rise to the occasion – up in, to that, in the absence up, up, of, yeah. Well, not even in the absence of, but I would meet oh, you just, at the same level ah, because you match my energy. Yeah, I would match your energy, That's but right. I wouldn't try to like I'm the leader and try to overpower. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like I'm gonna naturally rise to the occasion because I had to do that all my life growing up. Right. Rise to the occasion and and just be something. So that's that just I, what you're used to. I'm used to that, so I naturally do that. Jordan's like, just you when know? do I get to kill zombies, dude? I'm fucking no, down. <laughs> I think I think for me and to be. This is interesting to think about because I'm realizing leadership characteristics about myself. Mm-hmm. Because even as a teacher, I'm very hands off. Really? I'm like, I'm like, I'll step in when I need to. And so that's why I think when I when you say zombies knocking at the door, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna watch for a second, and I'm gonna go. They're doing this. Cool. I know it. what to do. Yeah. I know what to do. Do I need? I don't need to delegate because they know what they're doing. That's actually very strong. Because I only I'm, delegate if I yeah. need to delegate. People don't have that ability. Well, that's, I mean, I've learned that through teaching is yeah. I would love to just set my class into the course of what they're doing yeah. and disappear. But you just got to let stuff happen. You do. You have to. Yeah. And and then you find out what your place is in that. And so as things are going down, I'm like, okay, I see, this, I I see this breaking down over here. I'm going to go boop and I'm going to walk away for a second and I'm going to go, oh, okay, lift that. Yeah. Per- yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm more of a hands-off leader. So when Mike says he runs to the door and holds it and starts yelling, yeah. that's the opposite You're just of like, what I would do. Go ahead. I would look and go... Okay, that's already me. Mike's on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's good. I don't need to tell Mike what to There's do. There's a back door. There's a that's and that's what I'm saying. Trent, grab the back door because yeah. you guys are both looking at the front door. Ah, I will. I'm a. Ah. I'm a put people in the right places. Yeah, I delegate. I'm an initiator. I go. I go. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's like it's the fe- the feelings there, the emotions there. I see what's happening. All that I soak in. I'm like, I'm like, let's do this. This is what's happening next. I'm going to the door. I'm only yelling orders because of what I see happening there in that situation downstairs. Yeah. You have a more bird's eye view, and you can be I like, step oh. back, and then I'd be like, "Yo, help me get me get a chair." And then at that point, you could tell me like, "Oh, well, no, we're I'll gonna do get it. the backboard." Yeah. Like, I'll okay, do it. I, and I'm I love taking direction. I'm all I, about communication. I love key. to I love to step yeah. hands off. Major and be like, key. tell me where to go. Tell, I'll do yeah. it. That's fine. Yeah. But if I don't see anybody putting people in the right places, I'm also gonna. That's like, where I would trust you for sure. Now, yeah. let me ask you guys: Have you guys ever been in like a Zombie apocalypse? No, no, no. I've been in a few of them. <laughs> Left for Dead, Resident Left Evil. Left for Dead, man. I've been in a few. No, um, have you guys ever been in like an emergency situation where you had like that fight like or shit's hitting the fan? Well, I'm not gonna, not just hitting the fan, but like something happens or there's an emergency and like like perfect example. Um, I have a friend whose name is also Trent, but he's epileptic, epileptic, anemone, anemone, <laughs> <laughs> epileptic, and uh, 
we just like got done like a hard night of like partying and for some reason we were back at in my apartment complex and we were in the jacuzzi it was me him and then this other girl and she was just a close friend so we're just hanging out and he knows that drinking like that that like will help like bring on an epa or uh, a an seizure episode. Yeah, an episode yeah. And uh, so we're in the jacuzzi. He, I mean, we're fucked up. He's fucked up. And he, like, starts kind of fading and uh, slurring his words. I just think he's like, it's finally hitting him. And then he passes out. And then he has a seizure. Oh. Oh, man. We're in a jacuzzi. So he, like, slips underneath the water. So it's just it's a little jacuzzi, like, the size of this. So I get him up. I grab him. And, like, I'm, I'm smashed uh, out of my mind. Yeah. And, but immediately, like... That type of emergency, like, time so to save a life. Like, yeah. Oh, it's go time. man, so quick. So I roll the dude over, and, like, I, you're not you're not supposed to fit uh, stick your fingers in his mouth or in their mouth, and I learned why. Hopefully, Bite like, your freaking ha- finger off? Or right what? off, because, I like, he would close his mouth so hard and grind his teeth so hard, it sounded like a tree was falling over, like the sound of bark. like Oh, my god! It sounded like that. It literally sounded like a tree was like falling yeah that can so, bite your finger off yeah yeah no so you don't stick your fingers in the mouth but he would open for like a second and then close again so we had towels so i got it wet and just fucking right when he opened it whoosh, got it in yeah. there and then he stopped doing it put him on his side and then just let him do his thing because you're not yeah you have up. to so that's why i asked you like have you guys ever been in that situation because you know, sometimes it, it requires, like, immediate action. Sometimes it's like you could be out, hang out with your friend, and he breaks his leg, and it's like, oh, dude, I got to get you to the hospital. Sometimes you can be in the middle of the desert, and a dude breaks his neck, and then you're like, "Yeah, oh, man, the next back to the truck is 20 miles. Like, great. So that's why I asked you, like, yeah. have you guys ever been in that situation? Because things change. Yeah, for when sure. It becomes, it becomes much more real, and everything's yeah. like much more real, and you're like, "Oh crap, this is happening right now." I feel like I grew up in an environment like that. Oh that yeah, stuff was always popping off just because of a family dynamic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My family was very chaotic and explosive, yeah. so I'm like, "Oh, this is happening now." I was literally watching the Cartoons. Titanic. Yeah, you know, five on, minutes. Uh, yeah, ago. I was like, "Oh, what?" And now like, someone's bleeding. Yeah, and why are the cops here? Like, it's just you know, like yeah. I grew, I grew up in some, yeah. like an environment like that, so I'm used to that that stuff. I can't think of a of a of an actual example to give you but sure. i felt like i've always grown up in that that's why i feel like naturally zombie apocalypse uh, apocalypse does happen i keep slurring my words it's it's all right. yeah but if the zombie apocalypse does happen then i can totally like yeah what's interesting is when you again asking that question and me learning my perspective of leadership in the sense of yeah. all of us being i think natural leaders in this room is literally last week I was over at a training at Elsinore High School and they went on lockdown with no warning. Whoa. And just in, sadly, the current climate we live in, it's like, that could be real. Yeah. Not like a, because usually lockdown, it's like, this is a drill. Like we are going on lockdown. Like this is a drill. Yes. This was not a drill. Yeah. This was literally like, uh, like someone opened the door to our room and we were in like a, a classroom and they opened the door. They're like, we are on lockdown right now. I need you to turn the lights off. We're locking the doors. And it was like, boom. And so for me, thinking about what happened in that moment is, yes, like heart heart rate like yeah. you know, started going up a little bit and I'm sitting there. But but what did I do? Lock the door, turn the lights off. No, no, but, but, there was, but there was literally there was like 12 teachers in the room. Jeez. Because we're there for a training. Yeah. And so what, what, what did I do based on what you guys – based on what we talked about? Evaluate everything. I stepped back. I oh, watched. Yeah. And just let it happen. And any, everybody did their jobs. And so what did I do? Nothing. Nothing. 
because everybody did their job. I don't need to come in and try to take right. people over and tell people what to do or yeah. try to get my hands involved. And I literally stepped back for two seconds and there was enough natural, like independent leaders in the room to get what it was. They yeah. literally put papers. People started grabbing paper and putting it over the, the windows yeah, yeah. of the doors yeah. and taping it. Cause we were like, there could be an active shooter on this yeah, campus. Yeah. Like you don't know that. Yeah. Well, you got to play it yeah. like that. And so we get, you know, against the walls, get low and, and stuff like that. And it was like, so you're just posting the back room and just let them do their thing. But if I don't think if, and if no one was doing anything, you have to do what you I would be like, yeah. okay, let me start putting you guys yeah. where we need to do it. But it's interesting that you bring that up and, and that, literally just happened last week in a moment where the guy was interesting what's crazy is that uh you're not allowed in my my survival group (laughs) why is that (laughs) you're sitting back you're not you're not helping i'm killing well if everybody i'm kidding i'm I'm using you for (laughs) me during the winter bro yeah i think you want me because when no one knows what to do Jordan knows. I feel like Jordan's a. I feel like Jordan's a. I I obviously know him more than you. No, I was just just from living with Jordan. I feel like he's a very stable person. Like he's a rock in my eyes, very stable foundation. Let's let's touch on that. That's a good word, stable. Stability is a thing you do not hear of nowadays. I can't tell you the mm-hmm. last time I heard of someone say, "Yeah, you know what? I'm just really stable right now." Like everything, like you know what? Never I, heard I, that. It almost gives I, if if someone describes themselves as stable. I look them in the eyes and say, "You're fucking lying." I, I look. <laughs> you're a goddamn liar. I look at them and I and I think I think you're boring. But it's almost a, it's almost a, a something I'm trying to shoot for. You I'm can, trying to be stable. You as can a be man. stable and still be fun. You can do stuff and true, live your life. True, but you have a tendency to think. At least I do. You still stability. Play safe. Stability means that you're boring. Stability is left for people that are ready to settle down in life. Actually, the proper definition Actually. of stability. <laughs> I was kidding. Actually. Actually. Just go full backward. No, um, I I agree, but not totally. Uh, stability can mean you're boring. Um, stability can mean that you don't take risk and like like we said earlier you don't put your neck on the line for that you know that reward you don't want that cake so you don't you don't jump for the cake but you know sometimes there can be people who are stable and who are absolutely reckless who just have money for no reason and everything's good and they're like Depends you know on what you're talking about yeah stability. yeah let's let's yeah. just you can't but that those kind of people aren't mentally stable no i talking guess financial stability. right no but i think that's a good question yeah. can you be mentally stable while being financially stable or can you be frugal with them and be like, you know what, dude? I've got a million dollars to spend. Let's just get a yacht and like do some crazy stuff. Yeah. You can yeah, be mentally so. and financially stable. I think so. I think so. You don't think some of these guys are a little crazy? The reason I ask. They are. In some but... ways. Yeah. In some ways they are. The reason I ask uh, is because one of my clients, and I, I will omit the company and the name of the guy. Let's just say he's uh, the head guy at one of the largest energy drink companies in the world. I'm sure you guys already know, but we'll leave that. This guy it's is one of two things. Yeah, it's <laughs> only it's uh, so one gives you wings. Yeah, one's in your closet. One's in your closet. Okay, all I'm saying is this guy is out of his mind. He's the craziest person I've ever talked yeah, to. Is he hot or what? Oh, dude, stop. <laughs> He's an old dude. Whoa. It's crazy hot, but I mean like. You know, he's got it made. Got the cars, got the clothes, got the money, you know, lives in I can't say that because then it's super yeah. but <laughs> he, he he's got it all. But this guy is the most like you would think he's on drugs. And he's not. Yeah. But like goes just is one one minute is here and one minute is over here. Uh, he's literally the uh, two different people by the time I email him from like like nine AM to two. Wow. Interesting. So that's why I say like can you be 
financially stable and mentally stable? Like, is that is that possible? Because every and he's just an example. A lot of people I've met in the industry who are who are financially stable are not mentally stable. Interesting. A lot, a lot, a lot. I think more often than not, that's the case. But mm. it sounds like this dude has a lot of money and he's kind of a wacko. Well, so maybe he's the exception. But see, that's what I'm thinking. Is the is the financial part being stable what causes you to be mentally unstable? Because you've got it and you just start kind of. You can be a little reckless. You, yeah, you can push ah. those limits of recklessness where you're just like, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, and then you start and then you're like, you know what? Who cares what these people say to me? I got a million dollars in the bank. Plus, I can do that. I don't. And then you just kind of start. Yeah, I can totally see that. Money is the root of all evil. 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 That's a thing. I think. I mean, once you, it gives you a lot of power in this world that we live in, where you can be a little reckless and you can kind of not have to be choosy about the decisions you make. You can make them, and then if you have money at your expense, money will just cover. Well, money. Everything runs on money. Yeah. You can buy people with money. You can buy things with money you can do whatever you want if you have enough money honestly it's true hit them with these questions we got dude. some questions for you we're gonna oh, go into this next seg- segment dude, guys I, uh, where we have questions this is our second episode guests. doing a little q a okay yeah. uh, the first episode was a lot of fun I feel like a uh, shout out matt boudreau matt just kind of called me one day and was like you guys should get the community involved and i was like yes we should yes. and it's been a Wait, lot of fun what what is, you, do you guys have a name for your community no, we should though. The blinkers. Yeah. The, the blinkers. The blinkers. <laughs> the blinkers. What is uh, dude? Chris D'Elia, What is it? His babies. His dude. babies. His babies. We should. We should figure something out. Well, that's They're what like I'm saying. That. The homies. Or dude. they should be your. It's blank Not with the friends. They should the be the friends. The friends. Or, we, 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 we'll we, figure it out. We got we'll some. Figure, okay, we'll, I got you. We got some. Let's see, I got this you. is a conversation to continue having. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, this is. This isn't the time. Yeah. So these questions, we're just gonna hit you with them. We'll start with something light. Yeah. We asked. We asked everyone today. Hit us with questions you guys want us to ask Trent. Sweet. Heart of a girl Her name's Casey French. This is just kind of a nice, nice little question for you. Here. Hi, Casey. Are pets called pets because we pet them, or do we pet them because they're called pets? Interesting, Trent. All you. Are, I don't want to answer. Are pets that. called pets because we pet them, or because what was the last part? Are pets called pets because we pet them, or do we pet them because they're called pets? Oh, dang! I see it. Yes, <laughs> it's all become clear to me. Trent, you want to take this one? <laughs> He's scratching his head, ladies and gentlemen. He's like, ah, this, ain't, this might not be stumped, it. You stumped the yeah. man who always has something to say you know, right now. You know what? This might not be it. So I hope you know PETS is an acronym. Primarily everything to species. They are everything to us. So we don't call pets I've because... I've never heard that. Whoa, I've literally never <laughs> heard that. Holy bomb, crap. Man. That's funny because I actually just made that up. Run it, run it, oh, run it, my see. God. <laughs> But that's good, though, huh? That was <laughs> yeah, good. Pets are primarily everything to our species. Yeah. Pets are. Wow. They are yeah, fantastic. Well done, wow. man. Holy freaking crap. salesman over yeah, here. Dude, silver tongue, bro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I bet. Well, on that note, then, dude, <laughs> okay, we've got so some. Goodness, uh... Trent. All right, bro. That's good got stuff. The... <laughs> All right, here we go. JT Wozniak, soon to be uh, JT Hegland. Yeah, Whoa. really, really good friend of ours. We had Trevor was on last week. This yeah, is her his fiance. fiance. Oh, her fiance, his fiance. Yeah, yep. same thing. Okay, exactly. Anyway. Congrats. We about Anyways, she's fantastic. She asked, "How have you gained success in sales, and what sales methodology do you employ?" Oh, Ooh. great question. Yeah. How have I gained gained success? You know what's crazy? One thing I've learned is you can learn a lot of things from other people, especially other sales. I've learned everything from my dad from other coworkers and people you you, you have to be malleable however well, okay yeah. you cannot copy someone else's style 
No. It will not work. You have to use it in your own way. So when you say, how have I gained success? I was valuable. I allowed myself to be open and listen and learned how to sell. Because the art of selling wasn't, wasn't invented, excuse me, with a cell phone or phones. You know, people call, give me the best price or do this type of stuff. The art of selling isn't really the art of selling. It's the art of selling yourself. And that mm-hmm. goes back to, you know, believing in yourself and having the confidence and, you know, knowing the right words yeah. to use. You have to know the situation and evaluate. So when it comes to selling, it's really, it's just basics. It's just being malleable, being able to learn yeah. and pay attention, but using it in your own way. You cannot carbon copy someone or you, you, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, you, you got to be original. Yeah, you have to do it your own way. Yeah. Um, and then as far as being successful is being honest with not only your clients and your employee or your employers or your teammates, but yourself. Yeah. There's been many times where I've looked myself in the mirror and I said, I'll never do that again. Or there's been times where I also look myself in the mirror and tell myself, I am the fucking man. There's no one in the world who can outsell me. And you just have to believe that, which I'm sure there's a million people in the world who could outsell me. I I would consider myself definitely top tier, but I'm sure there's people who are still better than me. Hmm. And it it's really it really comes down to product as well, supply and demand. You yeah. know, like Wolf of Wall Street, dude. Hey man, Mike, can I borrow your pen? No, I don't have a pen. Here you go, supply and demand. That yeah. trick works every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, I love mar- motorcycles. Oh, what kind of motorcycle do you have? I don't have one. I got one to sell you. It, like, so that's how I've gained my success. Interesting. Being true to myself. Interesting. Great, great that's answer. Cool. That, that's a really good question too. Yeah, it is. Good job, um, I appreciate that. Right. JT. Throw it back here a little bit. Uh, Stephen Williams is uh, is Tay home alone? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're just gonna keep rolling. Hey, on Stephen that. asked two questions. He asked another one. Oh, yeah, God. go ahead. He's got another it. one, dude. Mr. Another Williams. one's good. That's Wait, and I, I want I want complete silence from everyone in this room, and I want one. I want a single answer from Trent, and that's it. All that's right. it, Trent. All right, that's it. You got one answer from this. Who's your favorite shooter? Andrew. Oh, oh done. I looked that at him and I was like, what? Oh, it, it's dude. Andrew. And, I'll take that. I'll take big. that. He said it earlier. Yeah. And now, ju- just to reiterate on that, because I am so extremely hard. I am the hardest on him than I am anyone. I, you, you, I don't know if you've seen it, but I push him to great. And I've been easy on him because he deserves it. And like I said, um, you know, his, uh, his beautiful sister passed earlier this year. Yeah, and, rest in peace. Yeah. To rest Nicole, in peace man. to Nicole. She was, uh, I, I, it's crazy. Cause I feel like I knew her. I, I think I met her once and I felt like he talked about her and loved her so much that he knew her. So, yeah. but his, his growth, like I said, his story, his arc, like is so incredible and like his growth. And he understands that like, I'm only so incredibly hard on him because I believe on him. And every time he, he he's like, he's like, he, it's almost like he's my, like my, my son, or like a, my family member, because every time I tell him something, and he moves and he goes up, or he gets a raise and he does something, he'll always hit me up and he'll be like, "Dude, like I know you're hard on me because you believe me, or you believe in me, and if not for you, I wouldn't be where I'm at." So I thank you. And Andrew, Andrew makes me feel like I get the most reward out of what I put out there. Cool. And, and Mike does too, because cool. Mike listens to me. Same thing with the car or my sayings. But Andrew like puts it, and so does like so does Kurt. Yeah. Like I said, well, in our in our quote unquote competition, Kurt's the one in charge right now. Kurt's the one who's making the most money. He just moves yeah. somewhere. He's happy. He's enjoying his life. He's sitting, like, so Kurt's like really doing it. So I, I have a lot, but Andrew would definitely be my favorite. For sure. Fantastic. Yeah. Kurt, you you Kurt, backed that up too, dude. You didn't, oh, you 
and just say Kirk that. got that raise, dude. He, he learned he learned a couple of new skills like a unicycle juggling and I think telling jokes. And Did just, you see he he dyed his hair? Really? Was Rainbow. It? Rainbow. <laughs> Damn. You know, it's kind of fitting with his uh, biasal personality. Biasal. <laughs> that that man's a clown. Dude, there's so <laughs> many inside jokes in you guys' little Go ahead. Was, was big Next hitters, question. But... Next question. Uh, Dan. Castos? Uh, yeah, yeah. My coworker. Says, uh, how does one become a triple OG? Trent? How does one become a triple OG? You ever been to Compton? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You ever had church's chicken before? No? <laughs> Let me tell you something. This life ain't for the weak. <laughs> the last triple OG. The camera right now. Nipsey Hussle me. went down. All right? Is oh. that the life you want? Oh, Rest damn. in peace, Nip. Yeah, okay. No, but um, actually to be a triple OG, you just like put your name and then put three G's next to it. Uh, that's interesting. That's, right. that's, okay. awesome. that's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, Scott Bedley, my uncle. Oh. In- inspiration. Good. Uh, fantastic teacher. Definitely someone I strive Scott, to dude. be Hit like. Um, says, what are the biggest lies or have truths we tell ourselves that present us from, or sorry, prevent us from succeeding? Oh, oh, oh absolute favorite. As far as lies or half truths, um, I have this thing where, uh, <laughs> where I try and tell myself, like, I'll like pull myself aside and be like, everything's good. Everything's fine. Like, you don't, you don't have to worry about something. No, if you're worrying about something, something has to be done. You have to take action. You can't stare a situation in the face and say, nah, I'm not going to do anything. Um, so pretending, I guess, would be uh, a biggest thing that we do is pretend and we don't, we're not honest with ourselves. Kind of like the last question, not being honest with ourselves and telling ourselves that everything's okay when, you know, you've got things to do, you know, you've got uh, meetings to do or people to talk to or things to change. You've got yeah. things to change. Things can always be better. Telling yourself, ah, everything's fine. No way. Things can always be better. So telling yourself everything's fine is, I think that's a big, a big lie. You'll, you'll get to that point. I don't think any young adult like us can say everything's fine. There's mm. always something. My toothbrush could not be charging or my, yeah, my laundry could not be done. Yeah. Everything is not fine, <laughs> but it's not, I see it's what not, you're saying. not reason for panic. Yeah. I see not what you're reason saying. for panic. Are you Mike, is there something that you would tell yourself that you try to combat like natural things that you discourage yourself with that you want to be like nah that isn't it um honestly i think that uh, my biggest thing that i wrestle with right now is taking too much time to relax fact and and quote unquote relax fact you know uh because i hate when i'm stagnant but i up until recently i haven't been doing anything about it i go in i go in waves right there's right. seasons where i'm like on the ball but then this last season i'm coming out of right I've been okay with not doing much and my productivity in life as a whole has gone down. Not anything detrimental. Sure. But um, uh, I know that I can be operating at a higher gear. All right. Another question is uh, Alfonso Sabrera. That's my little bro right there, dude. It's a good question. Um, How do you communicate a product effectively? That's Um, a really good question. Yeah. So the thing is uh, I used to get made fun of at my dealerships that I worked at. Because they called me Mr. Know-It-All. I had so much product knowledge. I have one of those photographic memories where I can, if I'm paying attention, mm-hmm. full disclosure, if I see something, I read it, I hear it, or I have it, like a, an event with it, I will remember. I'll remember it always. I could tell. I could still tell you the dimensions of any of the side-by-sides in there, horsepowers, where this singular bolt size and where it goes. All the cars and of, all that. Yeah, of the cars and mm-hmm. the bikes and the boats. I could tell you all that stuff till to this day. It's been years okay. since we're... Um, 
product knowledge is incredibly important. But read the question to me one more time. How do you communicate a product effectively? See, I had that's it. That I kind of did some sales skills there. I, I kind of always remembered it anyway, so I just messed with it. Um, <laughs> What's but, the sales skill there? Right? No, no. The product, as far as communicating product, like I said, product knowledge is important. But you have to you have to have accountability. Um, if you're trying to sell something, you're talking to someone about it. You have to have them believe you and trust you. Because if they believe you, they're going to trust you. If they trust you, that means they like you. And if they like you, they're going to buy from you. Mm. Accountability and product knowledge. You combine those two and you will be able to have infinite amounts of communication and product sales with people. Cool. Without a doubt. Really well said. All right. Thomas Carter threw a, honestly, a really heavy question. And I we could literally spend an entire podcast on this. My man threw out, is there an afterlife? Stop right there. I'm just going to have to tell you right now. I don't know. No, no, yeah. I, I could go on forever about that. I'll be short about it. Um, yes and no. Okay. If the, if, you know, God and the Bible and everything they said is real, then yes. But in that same fact, if you don't believe, then there isn't. So it, it's a yes and no. If if it's if it's real, yes and no. If it's not, then who knows? Maybe you come back as whatever you reaped in your past life. I'm gonna come back as a cockroach. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Do you want to answer that, Michael, or what? Uh, I 100 percent believe that there's an afterlife. Yeah, so I'll leave it at that. It's a good question, man. We could spend great, great a question. really long yeah, time no, on that. But uh, he also wanted yeah, to add Thomas. on on the end. He just literally, I quote. Also, side note, he looks hot. Yeah, bro. You mean that, dude? Yeah, dude. You're yeah. really hot, man. Yeah. Pump you up, bro. So there's Pretty one. Also, I appreciate that, dude. Um, Alicia Carlin, which is Trevor's sister. Alicia, I just met wanted, her the other day. Wanted to throw in, I feel like she, again, I quote, I feel like I just need to say, so hot. He has more hotness than Trevor. She wants more people to say that you're hot than Trevor because on our last podcast, it was, yeah. we're like, we can compete. Yeah. So Trevor got two your hots, and right now you have two your hots. Yeah. And that's it. So no one so else commented hot, that you were hot. So I think the community needs to maybe step it up a little bit and tell yeah, our guys, guests seriously. that they're hot more. Yeah, no, that's, like fine. We're, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Like right now, yeah. like the first two guests that we've, we've done this with, only two hots? Really? Come on, guys. You, know, like you know what we're all about. Come I'm on. like a seventh degree hot. I should have like seven. We need, there should be a lot. We like, need more from you. That's literally what we're here doing. We, we want people to feel hot. So I just want questions. I feel good. Hot. I don't. I Now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of a time that I've been told that I was hot in my life and I got two in one day. I, that's a that's good personal good. record. See, honestly, honestly, I don't think I've been told twice in one day by just like random people that, that I'm hot. hot. Yeah. So, so I'm setting a new personal go. goals. You're I'm telling you, you just gotta take it. There take it is. It. I like it. I like All right, it. My man. Um, I I posted one of my questions as being Mike will tell all his secrets. Mike will tell all. Yeah, his I secrets. said Mike will tell secrets. I said ask questions. Mike will tell any secret. Oh. Mike will tell secrets, and I want I want Mike to be pressed for some secrets. Do you want me to tell a secret? Right no. Now? Uh, Chrissy Baca okay. asked, what's Mike's biggest secret? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, His my size God. 19 cloud <laughs> shoes, baby. That thing's is big. Oh, them Johns. <laughs> them Johns is large. You got Chris. a biggest secret, dude? You got something you never told anybody? That Chrissy, you what, are you doing? what are you doing to me, Chrissy? Chrissy pressing in right now. Aye, aye, aye. Chrissy, you're going to have to elaborate on this next podcast for me, please, because... Uh... 
Like What's my also. biggest secret? I my I my heart is pounding a little bit. Is it, is it really? Oh, just a little bit. I don't yeah. even know what I would say if someone asked. What's me my that. biggest secret? I think she was being very lighthearted and goofy. Oh yeah, and but now, I'm, I'm and taking now it way like, deep. Oh damn! <laughs> What's my no, biggest that, secret? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, give us a good one. Uh, I I pour the more uh, the milk in before I put the cereal in. That's it. Hold me the fuck back. <laughs> I'm totally you kidding. animal. You oh. absolute. Uh, you got anything you can pass on that, dude? That's tough. Uh, that's, man. that's general. That's that's super general. You know what? I'll I'll take a pass because it could literally be in any area of my life. Mike's got secrets, guys. Ask specific secrets. questions. Yeah. You should ask me. I would have told you what one though. of my biggest secrets. Got to be specific on. Like, I would have told you. What do you think in this area? Hey, but you know I what though? The Honestly. Appreciate Shout out Chrissy, it. such a sweetheart. She also threw out, um, hi, I just wanted to say you guys are killing the game. Keep it Aww. up. Yeah, that's so nice. Wow. Who's Chrissy? Chrissy Baca. What a sweetheart. One of the you twins met, you met you them met. when we went out. Oh, the yeah. the Ariana Grande one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she is so lovely. She's uh, Those two are wonderful people. Yeah, they're I awesome. I call them sunflowers. They're cool. Oh, my goodness. That's a, uh, absolutely. That's, that's good. That's it. Mike. I think uh, this is your part of the show, dude. Take this part over. Yeah. Okay. So we always do this like segment at the end of the show. Not at the end of the show, but usually we try to fit this in. Basically, it's just me asking the guest what they would think I'd look like yeah. with a nose ring. Piercing my nose twice with two hoops around my nostril. Not the septum yeah, or whatever no, no, it's called, no, 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 no. but okay. on the side. Didn't That's you it. have something like that? Or you had your no, lip pierced, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're probably you're probably down for that. Down no, no, for the no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to pierce it twice on my right nostril. So check this out. So I'm going to check it out. The thing is, you could definitely pull it off because you have that vibe. Okay. You have that vibe. but but What's the vibe? They have to be, well, the vibe is this like neo-hipster, like really cool, really good, like that. like freshly See? dressed, like really See? cool, good looking That's what looking I'm saying, guy. dude. I need to talk to Papa Trent. Dude. Regardless of <laughs> the hair thing. Um, <laughs> what the oh freak is God. your problem? <laughs> dude, that's twice. No, don't dude, do no, it. Dude. Don't do no, it no, like that. No, but don't do me like that, dude. They have to be black. <laughs> They can't be silver. Black. You'd have, you'd have to do two black hoops. Oh, I feel the black. Because Actually, then, it, like, I'm it way more happen. on board with the black. black, black. So. Silver hoops would you look really like masputo, but like, <laughs> black was that, that so comedy good. Uh, that's great idea. Never thought of that. So you're a yes then, Trent. Like, I'm a yes, I'm a yes but it has to be two blacks. My man. All right, so we're, uh, we're three to two. Yes, right now. Three yeah. people have said yes. Two people have said no. Who said no? You know, Why if I end up if I end up doing it, I'll post it on our. I'm just saying, dude, self-growth. If you got to pierce your nose, you got to pierce your nose. That's going to promote self-growth. It <laughs> it's just discovering more sides about you, dude. And if you don't like it, you can always take it out. That's right. It's Ain't not no permanent. Thing. Ain't no thing. It's not permanent like this whole Martique here. It's not permanent. <laughs> seriously, thank you to all those who uh, sent out the Q&A stuff. Anytime yeah, we post that, even if you just want to say something dumb, hop on, communicate with us. We love the fact that people are even listening or paying attention to this thing that we're doing right now. And it's yeah, fun. And we appreciate you guys. We love the community that we have in this moment, in this room. And the fact that we can bring Trent on super thankful for that. And, uh, just yeah. the awesome time that we have here. No, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here guys. This is actually a lot of fun. You guys cover some good topics and you guys bring a lot to the table for conversation. There's not just letting your guests go on and then, wow, that's cool. You guys actually bring stuff to the table. So it was yeah. awesome. I enjoyed being here. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. And uh, We'll tag Trent in all his social media. Follow him. Connect with him. That's the that's the whole point of this is, again, networking, building community, and uh, loving on each other and pump up culture, man. Trent's pump hot. Trent's hot. That's three. I'm winning right now. Yeah. That's, that's four. It. That's no, four, it's got to be posted, bro. It's, it's got to be posted. We tell, we tell all our guests that, that they're hot because we don't bring you in the house if you ain't hot. That's, that's right. That's a fact. Yeah. So anyone right. who's been in this house is hot? 
Yeah. Who else has been in this house? <laughs> don't worry about that, dude. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Bigger uh, secret. But anyways, <laughs> this has been Blank with Friends. I'm Mike. And I'm Jordan. Peace and blessings. Peace.